welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, Kelly Sarlo, and we're the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thank you guys for being here with us and listening to this episode. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Matching <laughs> your energy today. I'll bring it on. <laughs> What's new in your world? What's that? What's new in your world? New in my world. Um, yesterday, I got to do something really fun. We, uh, Emerson... Emerson and I only have only ever been skating together twice. And so he's in uh he's in like little kid hockey and he's he's getting pretty good. Um his level of drive is a whole nother story, but he's getting pretty good. <laughs> um, but he talks about it a lot and it, it excites him after the fact. And he he got to take me skating last year, which he found really fun because I'm I'm not good at skating by any means um but so he's been talking about it a lot so the yesterday when I picked him up from school I had all our hockey gear ready and we went over to the rink together so he um we 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 went skating and he was taking me through the drills that his coaches take him through which was like the coolest thing ever yeah Just, that's he was so so excited and enthusiastic about it and uh it was a really a really good moment for me that's, that's so cool to see like his leadership skills develop yeah, we just got his report card yesterday, actually, and the teacher said that he's a natural leader in his classroom, so I thought that was cool. <laughs> a little proud aunt moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Me too. That's awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. Um, what do you got for us today? Uh, okay, so we're in a busy time of year. Um, people have little time, probably little patience as well, and I thought it would be a good idea to come back to not necessarily the basics, but just talking about meal prep and asking you what some of your meal prep, you know, can't live without kind of utensils, items, pantry items even, to make meal prepping possible for you. Yeah, love it. Um good topic and I think this is really helpful for well it's I say this time of year but I think it's helpful for people every time of year truthfully um we we I I laugh because people are always like oh yeah it's so busy right now like next month's gonna be less busy and it's like is it though is it actually (laughs) I think we get caught up in thinking that like September and January are the busiest times of the year but truthfully it's always busy <laughs> if you don't make something a priority now, you're probably not going to make it a priority next month either. Yeah. Um okay, how do you want to start? Well, we can categorize if that makes things easier for your brain. We could start with pantry items and then kind of move on to like utensils, kitchen items and that kind of thing. Does that work for you? You're way more organized than my brain. <laughs> yes, I know. Um so you know how this is going to come out if I run this. <laughs> You've okay. seen the tabs on my my <laughs> browser. <laughs> yes, pantry items. Let's start there. Okay. Uh, pantry items, right off the hop. Um, I would say having canned foods that are in line with your goals is really important. Just like frozen foods, which I'm sure we'll touch on after. But we need to have these quick grabs that are convenient and available for when we don't have time for grocery shopping, right? 
So mm-hmm. things like canned vegetables, I know they don't taste ideal, but they can fit into a lot of recipes as a replacement. They can save you having to go to the grocery store in a pinch, and they can make sure that you're still getting nutrients. Like canned vegetables, frozen vegetables are still super, super nutrient dense. Don't uh, don't cast those things aside. Um, from us, is there anything you want to add there, first of all? Uh Probably just my surprise. And I'm really glad you're bringing this this one up in particular because I think a lot of people do um, tend to prioritize the fresher produce and think if I can't manage that, um, you know, and then also rinsing it and chopping it and, you know, putting it into different containers, like it, it becomes a whole to do. But to hear from you that a can or a frozen bag can be just as great because a vegetable is better than no vegetable. Um, Hopefully that just puts things into perspective for people and gives them a little bit of grace instead of thinking that all or nothing fresh or not. It all circles back to, to like getting caught up in that all or nothing thinking, right? It's like, well, I don't have time to wash and chop and prep vegetables. Well, do you think that a canned vegetable is better than what you have been eating? If the answer is yes, eat the canned vegetable, right? And it's going to be for all of us. And I don't want I don't want you to listen to that and think that canned vegetables aren't good for you. Like they're they're probably almost identical from a nutrient standpoint. Don't don't stress it, guys. Eat the friggin' canned vegetable. Um, even things like beans, lentils, all of those, like having those readily available, they are a good source of protein. They're higher calorie. We know that where they're very calorie dense, they're carbohydrate dense. They're super, super healthy and, and um, nutritious. So like having those things as a fallback or as a primary source of food, when we don't have time to go pick up fresh produce and fresh um meat uh or a fresh protein source like they're great they're great eat eat more whole foods eat more vegetables and and uh and beans and lentils and legumes like eat more of that stuff that's that's probably not the thing that's holding you back from your goal um and i say probably because of course it could be you could still over consume anything you could over consume protein and vegetables it's just less likely than it is to over consume garbage food right um okay back to the pantry so spices that i recommend for a lot of people um are the mrs dash spices i think they're really great they're really flavorful um they use a potassium base instead of a sodium base so they're, they don't cause as much water retention which is going to p- play a lot of head games with people um I'm not telling you not to have sodium, guys. Put salt on your food if you like having salt. Unless you have a medical reason to avoid salt, it's probably not an issue. But um, it's nice to get that extra flavor sometimes without pouring a ton of extra salt on our food. And um, all of the Mrs. Dash spices are a potassium base and have really, really great flavors. So I think that's a good option. Um, and then option two is making your own flavor combos out of spices and herbs, which I like too. Like I love taco seasoning. I think everybody likes taco seasoning. Um, but the taco seasoning from the stores is like crazy salty. Mm. And for people who don't love that, like if you, if you have a diet that isn't really high in sodium, you, you, you taste it right away and it's not as enjoyable especially if you've been restricting some of your foods you start to notice things that are really sweet and really salty 
Um, so you can make your own taco seasoning with just uh, flavor combinations of cumin, garlic powder, uh, salt, pepper, paprika, chili powder. Like you, you'll have to go online and find the the formula and what you like best. But it's um it's really easy to make. It's something that I've been doing now for a long time, and I can't even taste the difference. And I can keep the sodium to whatever level I prefer. Um, yeah. What about you? Uh, well, along the long, the lines of spices, I tend to always want to simplify things being someone who doesn't love being in the kitchen to begin with garlic, salt, and pepper are my go-to, right? Like I'm, I don't want to overcomplicate things. I don't want to be stressed with, will this flavor combination work or won't it? Um, and what doesn't garlic, salt, and pepper work on? Agreed. I love all of those. Um, I also love the, the all of the Mexican flavors like cumin and paprika and chili powder so those end up on a lot of my foods um I think that's it from the pantry standpoint is there anything else that we missed there I mean yeah I, I want to ask you about your go-to proteins right because we're talking about meal prep and and something simple that we can either throw into the oven an air fryer you know something yeah. that's going to be easily accessible so what are your go-to proteins that can simplify things for people instead of overcomplicating? Good. Yeah. So most of my proteins are going to exist in the fridge uh, because I don't, I, I, I do eat a lot of meat, um, but the ones that exist outside of the fridge, I always have protein bars. I always have protein powder and I'll always have uh, some sort of like dried meat or beef jerky or pepperette option. Yeah. Um, those are, those are quick grabs that always exist in my pantry because it, it can be tough to get in enough protein. We all know that we, we can, that's, that's one area that's easy to struggle. Um, I make a lot of smoothies. I eat protein bars a few times a week for sure. And then having something like beef jerky or a turkey pepperette, um is an awesome quick grab super super high sodium like we talked about in the last the last little blurb it's going to cause some water retention but still a really great protein source um so those are all those are all go-to protein options for me um outside outside of the fridge okay well so inside the fridge i would also throw in yogurt um which okay is- i thought i thought we were going into the fridge in a different section okay <laughs> That's okay. I organized them than I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Outside of the pantry. I love your answers. Perfect. So the last thing I'm going to add actually is, is um, that I think is essential is uh, meal prep containers. Cool. Yeah. I think having meal prep containers make this as easy as possible for you to do things like meal prep. And I'm not a big meal prepper. Like some people go on a Sunday and prep their meals for the entire week. I don't do that. I don't enjoy that. That's not what I do, but I'll often make a meal with like leftovers for two or three days mm-hmm. for lunches or dinners. And so having having the same consistent container that makes that easy for you is is important rather than having that jumble of Tupperware that everybody has in their house where it's like, ah, oh, frig, I can't find can't find four containers that are all going to work for this. Like go to Costco buy the $13 stack of to-go meal containers with the plastic lids. They all stack perfectly. And when they crack or get worn out, you just recycle them. Mm-hmm. Like they, they are way better than Tupperware for meal prep. 
That's really smart. And you know, it comes to mind, like when I'm sifting through this horrible drawer of containers, like buy some that are uniform, like you said, right? That are the same depth, the same dimension so that the meal that you're prepping four batches of can all fit in the same size. For sure. Uh, I buy those stacks from Costco. Um, they're not like rock solid, like Tupperware. Eventually they're going to break, but they last a long time, a long time. And you get tons of them for like $13. Cool. Um, so I think just while we're here, I should mention that Costco is going to be like your best friend. Yeah. If you have, if you have access to Costco or any of those wholesale type of grocery stores, they're going to be your best friend. They, they make a massive, massive difference when it comes to efficient and effective meal prep and getting things in bulk quantities, um, if that's an option for you. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll, I'm just going to kind of like add on to your statement so that you're not at the grocery store every single day, right? So that you're not buying and making one-off meals and you've got to plan and go out the very next day to create something brand new. Yeah. We don't want to keep reinventing the wheel and bringing you outside into a grocery store. Yeah, I buy those big packs of chicken breasts from Costco all the time um, that have like anywhere from probably eight to 12 chicken breasts in them. And then I'll, I'll just instantly take four out to prep our food and then freeze the other parts into equal sections so i'll have like two to four in freezer bags so that they're quick grabs um don't guys do yourself a favor don't freeze the whole block of chicken breast we've all done it because we're lazy you're gonna regret it you're gonna end up wasting some of that for sure freeze them in two to four chicken breasts at a time <laughs> <laughs> cool so are we ready to venture into the fridge yeah let's open the doors okay <laughs> Uh, so in the fridge, always, um, what I'll usually do is, is get meat fresh. And then, like I said, freeze the extras. So I, I very rarely would go buy like two chicken breasts. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll buy like 10, use two, freeze eight. Um, I do that with all of my meats other than steak. Cause I don't like it frozen as, as well. So the steak's the only meat that I, I don't freeze, um it's just too expensive for it not to be perfect you know what i mean Fair. uh like i i have we have steak fairly rare rarely but when you do it, it's got to be right <laughs> yeah, it's not a you want to be disappointed by no no so freezing it to me isn't worth it but that being said like all my ground meats my ground turkey my ground beef i always have that stuff in the freezer um freezer foods are only beneficial to us if we use them it doesn't this isn't a place for our meat to go and die so we we need to actually create a system where we use that so one thing i encourage i know i'm getting a little off topic here but um one thing i encourage people to do is have themes rather than saying like yeah every tuesday is going to be taco night make it like every Tuesday is going to be ground beef night or Mexican night or something like that. So it's a little bit looser. It allows for some of that variety, but in the morning it's like, Oh yeah, we're doing Mexican night tonight. I can go to the fridge right now and take out chicken or ground beef. And that will be in line with whatever we're going to prep. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's also simplifying your decision-making. Yeah. Right. Like you're not thinking, what should I eat it on? What should I eat it in? You've got a, a general theme and it's two to three, two to three options. Your decision is that much quicker. 
and it's kind of fun as a family because you're like okay we're gonna do something on monday that's chicken based something on tuesday that's ground beef based whatever that whatever those themes are that you you see fit um but it makes it exciting because it's like okay i took out the ground beef guys i want everybody to kind of brainstorm what we want to do with that ground beef tonight but now it's not getting to 4 p.m and it's like ah what are we gonna eat what do you guys want i don't care what do you want that's what that's what we need to avoid um, and if we take it out of the freezer, by the time it's thawed, we're, we're much more likely to use it and not waste it as a result. For sure. Um, okay, so always having the proteins available. Um, I have tons of yogurt all the time. I use yogurt for dips and sauces and dressings. I use it just with protein powder and berries and granola. Um, I probably go close to a tub of yogurt per day. So like I'll, I'll have like six tubs in my fridge at any given time. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things is the yogurt. The second is eggs. I have two cartons of eggs going all the time. Um, when one, when one empties, it's time to go grocery shopping. I never let myself run out of eggs. I never let myself run out of yogurt um and then the meats are in the freezer so i know that i have protein as an option there um so this this now that i say it all circles back to always having protein available it's um it's it's a huge factor um we've talked about protein lots in other episodes so we don't have to do that today it's a huge factor in our in our uh progress and and our health and fitness journey so making it as readily available and convenient i think is is a really big one here um what about you that's cool I really like that um and I'm I'm the same especially when it comes to yogurt I toss it into smoothies as well um to create a um a consistency that I prefer uh which is just more protein yeah yeah um obviously vegetables is another one vegetables aren't going to last long just like meat is not going to last long in the fridge though so when I do a grocery run, I get the veggies that I know we're going to eat that we have plans for. Um, and then I always have the, those backups both in the pantry and in the freezer for, for when, for when groceries run out, but still not enough to the point that I have to go to the store. I'd prefer not to go to the store just to grab like two vegetables. Um, but what I like to do is have recipes available for those leftovers that are going to go bad. Um, there's tons of stews and chilies and that, that pasta sauces, that type of food where we can throw all of those veggies in that are going to go bad rather than waste them. Um, especially with the price of groceries right now, like I think this kind of thing makes more and more sense for people and just from a waste standpoint. Right. Um, but have a few of those recipes queued up and, and, what I will do in this situation is make it and freeze the whole recipe rather than eating any of it. I'll make like a chili and I'll, as soon as it's done, divide it into eight containers, freeze all eight containers. I won't even have chili that night. Um, then you've got chili is great frozen. Like that's, that's one food that never gets affected by freezing in my opinion. And so just having that quick grab on a day where I'm like, oh crap, what are we going to have tonight? You could take out one or two containers of chili and thaw them and re- reheat them. And it's amazing. 
Well, and I like that you're bringing up chili right now. And I know you mentioned stew, kind of put them in the same category here because it's actually combining what we've talked about, whether you're in the fridge or in the pantry, you can take what's about to you know, go bad or you can take all the cans, open them up and toss them in a pot and create one dish. Um, and so that's, you know, that's not a lot of time spent chopping and prepping and dividing up. It's literally just dump. Um, Eric and I were out at a, a farm, friends of ours in Burke's Falls, and he catered uh, pasta to us that night. And I said, oh my gosh, what is this? And he goes, oh, this is just the kitchen sink. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, everything that I was, you know, not able to use in something else went into this pasta sauce. And I thought, well, that's novel. I've never done that with pasta sauces before, but that's, that's really cool. This is awesome. A lot of these vegetables can go into scrambled eggs and omelets too. Yes. So there's so there's so many ways that you can use vegetables that like aren't the consistency that you'd probably eat them raw, mm. right? Even roasting them, like chopping them up and roasting them, they're they're gonna be um, probably fine. Yeah, and I've I've enjoyed them too. Like vegetables, if we're on that that line, um, roasting vegetables and having a warm uh, spinach salad. Yeah. Right. So instead of having to have a cold salad with like a romaine lettuce or a leafy lettuce, using a warm spinach salad with these vegetables, sometimes you just need like tiniest bit of goat cheese to make it nice and creamy and a really healthy dressing. And it's a delicious, quick meal. Yeah, I like that. I like that for sure. Um, oh, I know what I was going to add. Having the the not freezing this the carb into the into the meal prep container I find helpful because like I know a lot of people will for instance if you freeze a pasta sauce then you can really quickly make the pasta if you freeze um a stir fry you could really quickly make a rice if you like I know a lot of people like to put their chili onto a rice that kind of thing then you have complete control over that depending on your goals at that time like I know in our program we have high days and low days now I've got a, a pro um I've got a chili frozen with barely any extra points in it and then I can control how high or how, how low I want to make that meal for that specific day so making it more versatile in that sense awesome yeah so we always have like rices pastas and potatoes in the cupboard that we can optionally add to things okay. yeah so I want to head back to the pantry for just a second um no, we're, we're done in there <laughs> the doors have been closed um the reason that i'm saying this is because of salad dressings it's not something that we touched on and and i'm I'm curious about your your perspective on this i am not someone who likes to junk up my refrigerator with salad dressings i it drives me insane when i've got eight bottles of something open and it's just not getting used right and for the sake of simplicity and eliminating decisions I really love having an olive oil, a maple syrup, because we're Canadian, let's be honest, and a balsamic vinegar. Equal parts is a beautiful salad dressing, and you can incorporate tons of different kinds of ingredients and make it flavorful. You can put fruit in it, you can put vegetables in it, um, and it's just something that's a little sweet, and you can, you know, you can be as playful as you want to be with the maple syrup based on what you're goals are um but in equal parts it's a good salad dressing uh, you're not you're not constantly looking at themes i'll say uh, and trying to navigate what you need to go out and get for a unique flavor yeah i don't i don't really like many like i, I don't get me wrong store-bought salad dressings taste fine but like not to the point that it's going to make or break a meal for me so i pretty much always use olive oil and balsamic salt and pepper um yeah. 
the the only thing i would add to that that you love so much is greek yogurt and hot sauce <laughs> if you like like a ranch or like a creamier based dressing greek yogurt and hot sauce Okay, so let me ask you then in terms of kitchen, like appliances, yeah, appliances and utensils, like what, what are your can't live without items? Uh, the crock pot for sure. The slow cooker. I love the slow cooker. I use it um, for like things like chilies and stews. And even if you're making like a soup, like boiling a carcass and making the broth. Um, Ooh, broth is one we should have added to the pantry. Yeah. Uh, I'll often just have like, yeah, I guess it's still pantry, but I'll often just have like bouillon cubes and, uh, or, or I'll make a broth. If we do like a turkey or something like that, I'll make a broth and freeze it into individual containers to reuse later. Um, the slow cooker, I use tons. The air fryer, I use often, but not, not, I, it wouldn't be a do or die for me, but I do really enjoy it for certain things. And I think like I have a really early edition air fryer. So I know they've come a long way since the one I have. So I know a lot of people swear by that. Um, I think the Instapot's a funny one because it, it's come and gone. <laughs> All you suckers that bought the Instapot. Um, it, that's one that like nobody talks about anymore, right? <laughs> But I know it, it has its, its place. I just never bought one. Um, a cast iron pan, for sure. Cool. If, if the weather's not uh, if the weather's not ideal, it is going to go outside and barbecue something. Like, the cast iron pan, pan is amazing for cooking meat. Um, a coffee maker and a blender. Oh, yes, a blender, for sure. <laughs> I can't, I'm thinking if there's anything else that comes to mind. Um, what about a food processor? I'm curious, because we're talking about saving time and energy, right? Like, is a food processor something on your list where it's like, yep, I can toss a bunch of vegetables in, and it uniformly chops things? Maybe. Not for me, but I could see its purpose for people. Like, I don't mind. I kind of like everything to be, like, kind of chunky, like pasta sauce. Like, I, I don't mind it being a little rougher you know what I mean um but I could totally see it for some people I just like all of these kitchen appliances just take up more and more and more space oh for sure I'm I'm suggesting based on time right if someone yeah, said yeah, yeah. a whole vegetable into something and it's gonna chop it in seconds hmm. for me someone who like as an example doesn't want to stand in the kitchen that long maybe it's worth it maybe it's not yeah decide for yourself you can get good blenders that have the like multiple abilities in them too which is which is an option for some people if you need to also save on space um one other thing that i do like i don't use it often i keep it in the garage is a griddle mm. just like because it's a it's a big cook surface if you're if you're doing a big meal prep mm -hmm. i like that as an option yeah uh yeah i think having big cups is nice too it's a weird one, but having big cups to make things like drinking enough water easy rather yeah. than like the the typical household glass, which is like two gulps of water. Um, I like to have, I love shaker, like the shaker bottles without the lid. Like I love that as just a cup because it's, it's big and it, it's, you're not constantly running to the tap to refill it. Oh, that's a great list. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I'm sure we missed lots. I, I, I'm curious, actually, if anybody's listening to this, what would you add to this list? I think that would be cool to hear from you guys. Um, do you want to leave us with a tip today? Sure. Um, my tip is to walk after meals. Just get out and go for a walk after your meal. Um, I know we get caught up in like the the ideal amount of exercise and fitting exercise into our day build that into your routine like before you even before you even tidy up the kitchen maybe after dinner get everybody out and go for a 10 minute stroll and i'm not talking like a high intensity walk just like a nice stroll get outside get some fresh air it's going to aid in digestion and it guarantees you 10 minutes of exercise i think that's a i think that's an easy one to build into your daily habit and it could have a big impact very cool love it yeah that was fun yeah Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Um, as always, please let us know what you thought. Let us know if you'd add anything to that list and feel free to share this with anything anybody that you think would find it helpful. 